Good morning. It's time for Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Dick. And uh, here we go. A lot of stuff to talk about this oh, week. Oh, <laughs> Chalk full of stuff. Uh, let's start first by congratulating uh, head coach John Geyer of the Nielsville Warrior Girls basketball team. Announced as a 2021 Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductee. Isn't this great? Yeah. I, you know, I said, we've had John on the show many times, and he's just a wonderful guest to talk to. And, you know, we talked to him earlier in the season about getting to 400 wins. And, of course, his modesty said, well, that just means I had a lot of good girls. Yeah, so, yeah. And I think... And I think, Larry, that's probably pretty much what he would say about this honor, too. But, uh, you know, this is a prestigious honor. You, I took the time to scroll through the list of coaches. And okay. you look at the names on the list just from the area. Al Gutman from Owen. Uh, Warren Dahl from Osseo. Tim Anderson from Auburndale. Uh, Arnie Skukrud, who was the great Fall Creek girls coach. Ron Schultz, the great Fall Creek boys coach. Tom Weinkoff, who won three straight titles with Marathon in the 70s. Jack Tetzner from Thorpe, wow. Sam Young from Black River Falls. This, this is pretty steep company that John is going in with. So. Yeah, just completed his 20th year as the uh, head coach for the girls, 400 wins, and yeah. uh, maybe the more telling stat is just 68 losses. 68 losses, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. That, that, that's got to be 80% something, I would yeah. think, something. Five state tournament appearances yep. and uh, a state title in there yeah. as well. Yeah, numerous regional titles and, and uh, a lot of sectional appearances. Yeah. And, you know, so just wonderful. Congratulations yes. to uh, yep. John going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, that induction ceremony for this year's class will be uh, September 25th. They're also going to do na- uh, last year's class yep. uh, in August. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah, most of the Hall of Fames <laughs> got double duty this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not just uh, high school, but yeah. all the Hall of Fames yeah. around the nation <laughs> as bet, well. So. <laughs> all right, uh, several Nilesville athletes competed and did very well this past weekend at the Special Olympics Wisconsin State Winter Games. Yeah, kids did really good up there, didn't they? Uh, you A know, lot we, of first place Yeah, we, you know, we always talk about Dana Schultz and deservedly so, but, uh, you know, you look Carter Urban and uh, Colin Schmitz and his sister and uh, a few others too numerous to mention but wow just all of them talking you talking first and seconds and uh yeah you know did so, Nilesville proud up yeah there. you bet yeah you bet so that was up at uh, Wausau this past yeah. weekend you want to know more about that you can go on our website yeah. cwb uh, cwb <laughs> click on the sports page for more on the special olympics winter games um another uh big time coaching uh, name retired Menominee football coach, oh, Joe yeah, Labuda. Joe Labuda, 32 as, years. Yeah. You know, and up. and uh, that, that's amazing. One, you know, for as much success as he had, that he stayed there. I, you know, and, but it was a good situation for him. So I do know one time he did apply for a job at Stout. Okay. And he was a finalist, but he did not get it. But uh, I think for the most part, the success he had, Menominee, and and you look at some of the athletes he's turned out, you know, and it's quite a few went on to play for the Badgers and things like that. And just, just I think he had like four or five state titles there too. So. Yeah, and uh, yeah. not just not just in Menominee, but I know, I know a lot of coaches learned a lot from him. Yeah, just from what he did over in Menominee. Yeah, and I um, I know some kids who went up to coaching clinics, summer camps mm-hmm. with him. Yeah, right. And they said they were just fantastic. Yeah, he did a lot of camps, too. Yep, so. 321 wins in his uh, <laughs> career, seventh all-time in the state. Wow, isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah, for football, you only yeah. have how many games? Yeah, you know, they play <laughs> nine games and then, you know, three or four playoffs a year. So, you know, that's that's quite the win percentage there. And he, he just seems like such a genuine person, too, yeah. when you see him interviewed and stuff. And uh, like I said, it's 
32 years. That's a long career as a football coach. And 31 straight in the Play, playoffs. playoffs. That, <laughs> now that's amazing. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Yeah, you know? that's that's. And a, you know the Big Rivers Conference is tough. Yeah, you know you got yeah. the Eau Claire schools and and Rice Lake and uh, River Falls and and you know just I believe Superior's in it now too. So yeah, they they don't go up against just uh, the little sisters of the poor. No. So. So congratulations. Yeah. Good luck to him in the future, yeah. Joel Labuda. Yeah, it'd be interesting if he stays in retirement now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've heard that before. Yeah, huh? right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, basketball. They get back into it uh, tonight with the uh, sectional semifinals in yeah. Nielsville, traveling to St. Croix Central yeah, tonight. A couple of big wins at home. You know, yeah. Stanley Boyd and, uh, uh, you know, a nice effort there. But, boy, what a defensive battle against at, with Stratford there. And it bo- it, It's a shame both teams couldn't win, but uh, – you know, it came down to the last shot, and it didn't go in. And uh, but uh, great for the Warriors, and uh, they held on, and they did it without a big night from um, uh, Trunkle either. Yeah. You know, uh, Andrew Brown had 17, Mason Renz had 13. You know, as it turned out, they only had four people score, and and Satana Subke had one point. So basically, three person score. So but, but 15 uh, rebounds. Yes, Santana yeah. had. <laughs> and Santana and Mason just did a yeoman's job on the boards. They just really did. And they clogged up that middle, and, and the, the bigs from Stratford didn't really do a lot of damage. So, yeah. You know, so. It was the defense of Stratford, though, when they changed oh, that 1-3-1. One, one, that yeah. really slowed Nielsville's offense. Yeah, and that, that concerns me about a little bit tonight, too, Larry, you know, because you look at, you look at the roster, and, and I don't know these kids at all, but the roster of St. Croix Central is they're all about 6-6-4s, six, six, which means they're pretty long. And yeah. They've they seen tape. Are they going to come out in that kind of defense against Nielsville tonight? You know, so. Yeah. But. Nielsen needs their corner players, uh, uh, Dylan Beck and Bryce Erickson and Alex Roman, to probably hit a few shots to get them out of that. Yeah, so. yeah. So tonight, it's, uh, 7 o'clock, uh, 92.7 WPKG, and streaming at 92.7 WPKG.com. Common opponent. The both teams played Stanton and Boyd during the season. So. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, um, I did not check to see yeah, um, Of course, the Warriors were this last weekend, but uh, – Earlier in December, uh, St. Croix Central beat Stanley Boyd, 88-47. to 47. So okay. they're a good unit. They well, it looks from the numbers, they can put yeah, up numbers. <laughs> 75 points a game, and they're only giving up 47. Uh. So it's uh, pretty good, and they got about a 12 difference on the rebounds, too. So they're, okay. they're going to be a handful in, in their home court. But, yeah. you know, the Warriors have to go in and play their game. So Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you got to play your game. You know, hit their foul shots, and, you know, hopefully – you know, hopefully Trunkle and Brown uh, can get hot from outside, and, and that opens up the lane for uh, Mason Renz and uh, Santana Subkey. So. I know that's one of the things they did struggle on against uh, Stratford again was that outside shot. Yeah, I think they yeah. only made three right, threes right. in the game. You know, and then, you know, Mason gets his chances inside. He did a great job the first half. Second half, he's got to quit putting the ball on the floor yeah. when he catches the ball. Yeah, you got to keep it up. <laughs> yeah, so. Keep it up in the air. They won't get to it then. Right. So uh, Both teams on winning streaks. Uh, yeah. Nielsville has won their last ten. Yeah. And St. Croix Central has won their last nine. I think that's what you got to think too. You know, Nielsville's play, been playing their best ball since since Christmas time. They really have. So yeah, their last loss was against uh, right. Marshfield Columbus in that back to back. Yeah, and that win. was and that was a winnable you know game. Two right. tremendous games there. Um, St. Croix Central, you know, they were undefeated in their conference. Two losses: Hudson and uh, River Falls. So, yeah. So. Pretty good, pretty good ball club. The Warriors are going to see. Tonight. Nielsville, the only team left in the Eastern Clover Belt. Yep. Yeah, Columbus. Uh, boy, that that was a shocker. That to was me. Columbus yeah. getting upset. I, you know, I, I mean, people in Port Edwards know better, but uh, I thought Columbus was going to beat Port Edwards. I really did. So, yeah. and I thought Columbus had a good chance to go on to the Division Five, but not this year. Not this year. Not to yep. be so. Yep. 
All right, so boys tonight, uh, girls will start the state tournament. Actually, uh, there is a game going on right now. Right it's uh, Michicot and Fall, Fall Creek. Creek. Yep, the in Crickets. The Division four semifinals mm -hmm. down at the Lacrosse Center. Yeah. Check that. No, that is no, not that, going no, on. No, that's right tomorrow. Now. Division five is today. Yeah, let me get this straight. Chippewa here. Falls McDonald might be playing right now. Well, you know they got all this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they I got know. them all at different locations. <laughs> you got to make sure you look yeah. at the right sheet. Three Lakes and Blackhawk are going on yeah. right now. Yeah, Three Lakes. Uh, yeah, I don't know who's coaching up there. The last time they went to state, uh, it was I believe in, uh, in the '90s. Uh, Loyal native Brian uh, Morrow was the head coach uh, last oh, time. Oh wow! And I don't think Brian is up there anymore. But that okay. was the last time they went to state. It was in the late '90s. Okay. Brian was the head coach up there. So. Yeah, I think you're right. That was the last time, 1999. Yeah, Brian Morrow. Yep. So, yep. So. And Blackhawk, 21 and 0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a juggernaut right yeah, now yeah, in Division it really Five. Is. Yeah, it just seems like Blackhawk is a juggernaut in all girls' sports yeah. and, and boys' sports too. You know, they've, yeah. they've had a lot of teams in the in the football finals, and uh, so that they, game uh, again going on right now. That's a Division Five semifinal. Yeah. Then an interesting matchup. Uh, of course, they reseed this yeah. before State, but McDonald taking on Assumption. Yeah, you know, and this goes back years and years, Larry. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people remember the old Catholic conference that he was. You know, it was Lacrosse, Aquinas, Assumption. Columbus, McDonald, Wausau, Newman, um, uh, Eau Claire Regis. Right. They, yep. they had their own conference, and of course, that was Wissa. Wissa, yeah. So, this is an old Wissa matchup right here. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> that one at 12 35 today, and then they'll play the championship tonight. Tonight, yep, 7 o'clock, I believe. So. Yep, so. that's how they're going to do all the, uh, yeah. all the yeah. games. And then tomorrow, I believe, uh, the 4 will be in the morning, and then yep. 3 in the afternoon, or no, 2 in the afternoon. They got, uh, let's see, Division 4 is at the Lacrosse Center tomorrow. The semifinals are at 9 and 12.25. Okay. And then the championship at 6.30. Okay. And then Division 3 will have their semifinals in Oshkosh. Oshkosh. Where uh, they'll have their first semifinal at 10.45, okay. and then their second game is at 2.10. So they're going, bing, going yeah. back and forth. Every back other and one. Forth. Yep. Okay. All right. Every other one between those two yeah. locations on okay. Friday. Get used to it because it'll be like this next weekend. Yeah, too, so. yeah, the boys will be the same way. Yep. Um, you look at the uh, Division Four and Three on Friday, and uh, Fall Creek is a member of that Division Four field. Yep. They'll take on Michigan. Yeah, they should be. Fall Creek should be pretty good in Division Four, I would think. They got a lot of outstanding athletes, and uh, we'll see. But They're the uh, fourth seed. Fourth seed, though. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Aquinas, probably the. Uh, Cream of the crop yeah, there in Division Three. I believe they're three. the number one seed, and, yeah. and probably deserve to be so. Undefeated at twenty-one and zero. Yeah, and you know, defending champions. Not last year, of course, with no, but uh, two-time coming into that. So, a few different faces, but uh, I think it's the same athletic Aquinas team people are getting used to seeing. Yeah. So, so Aquinas, Blackhawk, and Hudson, who is in Division One, are the yeah. three unbeaten teams in the right. field for the girls. Yep. All right, that's the forty-fifth state girls basketball tournament. We didn't confuse you enough there. Yeah. <laughs> go to Check the, on the WIA go website. Go to the website if you really want answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of weird how it is this year, yeah. but that's just the way it's going to be. You, you know, the bottom line is, Larry, and it goes back to the wrestlers wrestling in three different spots, and now the, at least they're playing. They're playing. They're playing, yes. and, and that's, you know, John Geyer said that from the first day of uh, girls' basketball practice. They're playing, and... That's all that matters right now. They get to play the state tournament. Yep. They didn't get and to do it last year. They did not get to do that last year. Yep. So, so that wherever mm -hmm. they play it, even yeah. John said, I think 
Even if we play in a barn, barn out in the field, play. we're going to play. play. <laughs> yeah, they'd be more than happy to do that this weekend right now after being eliminated. Yes. So, so uh, that's what's going on in high school sports. We uh, should, we should uh, well, we got girls on, we should talk about the all-conference, Larry. Oh, yes, um, yes. Bella Opel for Nielsville, of course, all-conference, and girls player of the year in the Clover Belt. So, so quite a year for Nielsville. Yeah, really. You Regional bet. champs, yeah. player of the year, yeah. coach going to the Hall of Fame. Hey, wow. <laughs> 400 yeah, wins? Yeah. Wow. Well, only yeah. thing that would top it would be a state appearance. Yeah. Not Unfortunately, had, but, not to have. But, no. uh, you know, also Emma Mosley, the junior on the team, and along with Kate and Littner and Savannah Schley, uh, two seniors from Loyal, uh, Heaven Kin from Spencer, a junior, and then one I was really, who really, Kristen Stry from Granton, a junior, a senior. And I think it's been a long time since Granton's had a first team all conference player. Yeah. But Kristen uh, Stry can shoot the lights out. Yes, yeah, she can. And, uh, yeah. You know, the, the, the Bulldogs won two games, and I think their program is developing into something, and she's been a big part of it. So, yep. so. so congratulations. Yeah. I think all five of the girls' starters made it somewhere on the yeah, team. Um, yeah, uh, Amelia Trunkel and Paris Opelt were her second team, along with Caleb Bremer, uh, the senior from Loyal, and Emma Peavy from Colby, uh, Jasinski from Columbus, and Tatum Weir from Gilman. But then uh, Terrence Stockheimer, the senior was an honorable mention. Honorable mention. So. so, again, you can check that out on our website, cwbradio.com, for more on that. All right. Uh, what else? So, we got a where are they now? Do okay. we have a where are they now yes, this week? Yes, I do. Yes, uh, he does. Uh, Dick th- is on th- it today. This, this is one that, uh, boy, I, have to, I got, this one is really something, Larry. Okay. Usually I got about a third of a page. This guy is a whole page. Holy cow. I'm, I'm interested to okay. find out who you got <laughs> on this week. I was going to surprise you. So, <laughs> uh, I am uh, Derek Sikora. Oh, okay. yes, Derek. 2001 graduate of Nielsville High School, son of Joe Socorro and Janet Schmidt. And uh, Derek will first talk about his high school football accomplishments. Um, uh, in 2000, for his career, he had over 5,000 yards. And at the time, Larry, that was the most in the Clover Belt, which I think has probably been broken uh, by now. Sure, you know, yeah. But um, in 2000, Larry, he had... 1,819 yards, 23 touchdowns, and also 185 tackles. <laughs> <laughs> he was a 2000 Co- Wisconsin Football Coaches Association All-State First Team running back. And in 1999, he was honorable mention as a defensive back on that team. So, okay. So, so then we go to wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe he qualified for state three times, if not. But anyway... Um, in 2001, he was a D2, 152-pound champion, finished with a 35-1 record, defeated Zach Hampton of Lancaster 1-0 in the finals. And the reason I bring up Zach Hampton, because he later played defensive back for the Badgers. So, oh, wow. So, but, uh, so that takes care of Derek's high school career. <laughs> <laughs> um, now he went to football in, in Eau Claire, and he lettered all four years in Eau Claire, two-time First team all conference, two time team MVP, and of course he, uh, I should say he was a defensive back. He played defensive mm-hmm. back there. Yep. Two time uh, team MVP, two time all region pick, and he was the team captain. So then he also wrestled at Eau Claire. So uh, 165 pounds, he was two time WEAC runner up, two time WEAC champion, three time NCAA All American. He was third in the nation in 2004, fifth in the nation in 2005, and he was a champion in 2006. 
I said, this guy, I'm good. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. In 2013, WEAC celebrated their 100-year anniversary, and Derek was named to their all-time wrestling team. Oh, wow. That meant something That there, is good. So, so. so after that, he uh, moved into the coaching ranks. He, uh, he assisted at Oshkosh for one year, and then uh, UW Oshkosh. Then he was the assistant at UW-Eau Claire for four years and took over as head coach for one year in 2009. But uh, he had a career opportunity and moved on, and he, in, he became an assistant coach at St. Cloud University in 2010. And then I now, these days, Derek works for USA Wrestling as manager of state services, and he's also coaching for a, a local program helping. But... Uh, uh, if you want something from USA Wrestling, say you need somebody to appear at a banquet or get some autographs or whatever, you call Derek. But he's the guy. He's the guy. Okay. He, he's uh, he's involved in all these tournaments. He sets up a lot of clinics, things like that. Um, actually, uh, my grandson Gunner uh, just was up at a, a kind of a recruiting clinic for uh, freshmen and sophomores that USA Wrestling put on and. Derek invited Gunner to come up to oh, it. Oh, okay. So it was pretty, pretty cool kind of thing. And uh, yeah, this, you know, I, and I, I knew Derek back then too. And um, boy, he just, he's just an accomplished young man. But you know, one thing I've always known about him, he's very humble. I was just going to say, he, I mean, you would never he, thought no, he was that kind of athlete. No, no, he was very, very humble and he just was shy. And he said, Great job, Derek. And he'd shrug and smile. And so. But boy, I tell you, when I seen him, the few times I seen him on a mat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was not humble on the mat. No, he was and, a beast. And, you know, and he came out that way as a. You know, he, um, uh, my stepson Ryan was a senior when Derek was a freshman, and he came out as a freshman that way too. He's just yeah. just a total stud on the, in the mat as a freshman. And, and and of all the years I've done football games, I've never seen. There's very few I've seen hit as hard as no, he did as a yeah, defensive back. Absolutely. So, and and they had so much that team's football between him. And he, uh, Ryan Hedegger, Matt Crent, I've never seen a team in Nielsville that had that much speed either. Yeah. They yeah. were fast. One game yeah. away from State in 99. Yep, yep, lost to Ripon, I believe, as I recall. Well, it was, or was it at Ripon? I don't know. It was over to the east somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and, yes. yeah, they lost. <laughs> yeah. One, one game away from State, State that's yeah. the closest yep, Nielsville's yep, ever been. Yep, so, and that was a great team, too. So I think one other story I have about Derek is he played his whole senior year with a torn ACL. Yes, he did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how tough he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, did, they didn't come any tougher than Derek Sikora no. on the mat or on the football field. But like I said, off the, off, the, off the sporting places, he was as genuine and humble a human being as there yeah. is. And he's really given back to the sport that he loves right now. Yep. So, so. so where are they now? Derek Sikora. He is yeah. uh, USA Wrestling yep. after a yep. nice career yep. you in bet. wrestling. All right. Good job, Dick. Nice Thank one. Thank you. All right, uh, let's see. Anything else going on? Uh, the yeah. NBA All-Star Game is going to be happening uh, next month, and yeah. a lot of guys getting uh, snubbed. Snubbed, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> but that happens. It happens. You yeah, know. you can only put so many on, I so said, what are you going to do? That's what they were talking about on the Bucks broadcast. They'd like to see them put 20 out there. But you know what, Larry? If they put 20 out there, there'd still be five snubs. Yeah. You yeah. know, it just it just happens. And, you know, like Chris Middleton, the Bucks aren't nearly what they were a year ago. They're getting better, don't get me wrong, but – you know, they just don't have the team. And he isn't quite having the year where he deserves to be on that team yeah. this year. Yeah. So yeah. Giannis is always going to make it because of votes. So Yeah, when that's the thing. You know, a yeah. lot of that's fan voting. Yeah. And so right. So some of those guys get on. Just I always like that. The, the interesting uh, 
little twist they put on the All-Star game starting last year was they don't play uh, the, the fourth quarter. They play to a score. Right, right, yeah. So they, uh, they take the score. Uh, let's see, how do they do that here? And I'm just going to get this. Last, they call it the Elam ending, in which right. the teams play to a final score as opposed to a time fourth quarter. Right. The final score will be determined by taking the combined score of the team that's ahead through three quarters and adding 24 points, okay. which is in honor of Kobe Bryant. Yes. And then that's the total they have to play to okay. for the fourth so, quarter. But, uh, and then one, they are going back to the east-west format yes. this year, too, also. Yep. So, yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, I do, too. I said, that, to me, uh, having picking teams, that kind of just reminded me of the backyard pickup <laughs> game, so, yeah. which, you know, that's what the all-star game pretty yeah. much is. There isn't but, a lot uh, of defense in it anyway. You know, but you always have that argument, which is better, east or west? Well, let's settle it on the court. So, so. Brewers getting underway uh, Sunday. Sunday, they have first Cactus preseason League. game. Yep. So. And then April 1st, hopefully with fans. Yeah. I know um, they presented a plan to the city of Milwaukee. And, and they're going to go through a walkthrough through, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and they're talking 12,000 to 15,000 fans, I believe. So. Yeah, for opening day, hopefully. That's what yeah, they're hoping so. to get. And hopefully you can build on that. If you get that, you can build a little bit each time and, and maybe maybe get up to 20000 at a time. We'll see. But, you know, people are going to be hungry to go to a baseball game, I think. So I think so. Mark yeah. Atanasio, the brewer owner, encourages players to get vaccinated because yeah. the uh, health officials say they feel more comfortable relaxing protocols if everyone's vaccinated. Yeah. So. I don't have a problem with that. So. It's we'll going to be a while before we can get vaccinated, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe uh, into the summer or more before yeah, everybody know. gets a chance. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, anything else you have to uh, discuss here no, today? Just football is getting ready for free agency, so we'll see what happens there. And uh, I hope, uh, hopefully, Tiger Woods has a recovery after yeah. a bad accident. That's terrible. The biggest accident. thing they're worried about is infection, right? Yeah, now. you bet. Because I bet his right leg was pretty messed up, yeah. from what I heard. Yeah, he was a single passenger, too, thankfully, so nobody else was in there. But, uh, yeah, it's quite the deal. Yeah. So, you know. And uh, Winter Carnival going on this weekend. Yes, yes. And there's, uh, they got, of course, they got the outdoor volleyball. Yeah. And then, I haven't uh, played that in a long time. No, but. no I haven't. <laughs> there's always a good crowd up there oh, for yes. that. So. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, no matter what the weather. But then, yeah, they have ice bowling or ice something. Ice bowling, new yeah. this year, yeah, yeah down at uh, Gazebo. Yeah, so. All right, that's Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazer. Good time. Dick Olson, good luck tonight to the Nielsville uh, Warriors. Yes, tonight, 7 o'clock for Nielsville at St. Croix Central. We'll talk to you again next week.